Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast called At WCSU. I'm Paul Steinmetz here with Pete Puccio, and today we are going to continue our conversation about food. We decided to do that because when you study and live and work on a college campus, food is important. And like everything else in the COVID world, things regarding food have been unsettled for a while. Today, we will have the WCSU food expert joining us to answer questions about where, when, and how. Her name is Elena Mendez, and she is the director of catering for Sodexo, the company that brings us all the food at Western Connecticut State University. I'm at home in New Milford. Pete is in a hotel room somewhere, and Elena <laughs> is sitting in her car near a beach in Niantic. So it's not studio sound quality, just to let you know, but it's still good information. Elena, how will students eat this semester? Well, very similar to how we've done it in the past, we're going to have dining services open. Um, as far as our employees, um, our style of food service will change. Um, we're going to have a lot of pre-wrapped, no buffets. Um, everything will be custom ordered online. Um, there'll be some pre-printed menus online that you can choose from. And of course, we'll have to be able to make customizations, but everything individually wrapped and serve for everyone's safety. So there will be an app or something like that that people can um, call up and make their order? Yes. The uh, Sodexo management team is working with the university to um, de decide and develop on which online uh, type app we're going to use. Um, it's in the works right now. Um, they're trying to figure out what's going to be easiest to use and best uh, supported. We'll be removing the kiosks, I heard, from mm -hmm. uh, one of the plans. Um, so it'll keep food service ordered in and out for takeout, and then there will be seating available, too. Yeah. And so if you're a student with a card, uh, money on your card, what do we call that? Your, uh... The meal plan, preloaded right. on your uh, card. Yep. So you just you put your order in on the app. You come in to pick it up, you flash your card at the cashier and uh, pick go to wherever to pick up your wrapped food, right? Yes, there's going to be the cashier stations are going to change. They're going to be um, protected um, with different um, builds on them now. So the cashier and students will be separated. Uh, um, I'm not sure as far as if the card will be able to be um, used online through the app. Um, or if they actually have to hand the card or we can just scan the card. So that was one of the um, determinations that still needed to be made because that's between the university and us being a contractor. Um, we have to make sure we have suitable systems for that. So if I'm a student and I order something and come in to get it, how will I know and how will you know how to match us with my food? It'll be a number system. Um, Many of the restaurants I know that I've been going to during this system, they'll, you know, you'll have your name or your number. Um, your ID card will have to be um, presented so your face can match. So we'll know it's you. Um, but for the actual transaction, um, that will hopefully be online. We want to make cool. sure that the right students are using the right meal plans. All right. And um, 
What if I just want to go get a coffee? Uh, micro market will still be open from what I hear. Um, so we do have all the takeout to go food um, downstairs in the uh, Colonial Corner. Uh, coffee to go all individually wrapped again. Sandwiches. Um, and that had been used as a meal swipe in the past in the last semester. Um, but they are also going to have your grab and go items as well. So you'd be able to go to Colonial Corners, which is on Midtown in the Student Center, and also to um, the West Side, what do we call that? West Side Marketplace, that will be open. Right. Uh, the different stations there will be open. We'll have grab and go there for the quick service sandwiches, and you can get your beverages. But then meal plan, um, meal plan full combo meal swipes will be available at certain times of the day, pizza and um Chuck's Wagon will be closed for this semester. We're moving subconnections there for the deli sandwiches, um, and that's going to be uh, just for this semester. But we'll have entree open certain hours of the day, um, as well as the grill, which is always one of the most popular places at Westside. Yeah, so we'll still have the two um, service areas, <clears throat> restaurants on one on each campus. Uh, yes, as far as I know so far, we have both both campuses open for dining services. Einstein's will be closed at Midtown just for this semester. Um, and Daily Grind will be open at Westside. So you'll have that service. That space has changed also at Westside for Daily Grind just to eliminate bar stools and reduce the amount of seating for more social um, distance safety. Yeah. So now Pete, who loved to go to Einstein's will have to walk another 50 yards to get his coffee every day, right? Yeah, unfortunately, that is a was a really popular space, but I know that between um, keeping safety inside the library with the amount of people and um, indoor eating, um, the combination, I think, was probably not so good that we decided that it needed to be closed between the university yeah. and so... Outdoor spaces also will have more and, increased seating capacity. And inside, um, I heard 201 at Midtown will have additional seating. And at West Side in the ballroom, we'll have additional seating to be able to spread more people out at busier times. Oh, that'll be good. So 201 on Midtown is on the uh, second floor there um, near the elevators. And the ballroom is big too. So that'll, there'll be plenty of room to sit down with your friends, socially distanced, appropriately socially distanced and uh, still share your lunch and have a conversation. Yes. And I heard the university was getting more picnic tables for outdoor seating. So hopefully we'll have nice warm weather like this for a while so we can keep alfresco dining alive. <laughs> That's right. I like that alfresco dining. That's how I'm going to eat from now on. <laughs> I love to eat outside. It just makes everything taste better. <laughs> yeah. I guess in the middle of winter, it might not work, right? Right. <laughs> February in Connecticut, maybe not, but. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing everything you can to serve students as long as we're on campus and going to classes and uh, making it work and trying to um, make it as easy as possible for students to come in and uh, uh, get their studies done, but also have convenience and fuel up. 
Absolutely. You know, food is such an important part of everyone's day, um, especially, you know, college students love their food. It's a comfort. And knowing you can go and get something to eat and just, you know, feel better, refuel, recharge, it'll help you concentrate on your studies, hopefully take your mind away from some of the scarier stuff going on right now. But, you know, as a lot of students already know us, we're here to take care of them and help them. And that, shot, that smiling face you see when you're getting your burger or, you know, getting that extra coffee before you go off to study is something that they really do need. And we hope that, you know, our relationships with the students help them stay strong while they're here, because this is a difficult thing for everyone to handle. You know, and I can yeah. imagine they're away, they're away from home. They're not with their parents and their families. And, you know, we're a consistent face they see on a daily basis. And they're all friendly, too. Like uh, we were talking about before we went, uh, started recording is uh, we all know our servers and cashiers and uh, they're always smiling, like you say, and uh, uh, know our names. We know their names. It's fun. It is. And, you know, food service and customer service are all, all hand in hand and being able to take you away from the busy day and make you feel good and make you feel comfortable is what our staff want to do. They want you to remember who they are and that you had a good, you're having a good day or making it better. Um, it's the quality of your life. We want to help. We want to help you feel good on a, on a daily. And like I said, now more than ever, you know, we're, we're looking forward to our staff to come back because they've been out longer than normal. Um, mm -hmm. And I know they're all excited to come back. Um, you know, safety measures are in place, you know, PPEs, we were working through May um, at Westside. So that, you know, prepared us for what we need. We were working in the height of this, feeding the National Guard at the O'Neill Center and really in the unknown then. So now having a little bit of a better handle, um, food service has always been into safety. You know, Sodexo practices safe handling procedures and we have training for our employees often that, you know, gloves and, uh, you know, hand washing is something we do all the time, every day anyway. So, you know, that part is easy for us, but it's just making sure that all these new um, rules and practices are followed. And we have training in place for our opening meeting. That'll be in the middle of August. Right. And as you said, the National Guard was on the West Side campus uh, taking over the O'Neill Center. They set up a field hospital just in case Danbury Hospital had an overflow and they needed to take care of COVID-19 patients. So those guys were there, men and women were there for several weeks and you were feeding them. Yes, um, they came in and it was really amazing to watch. Um, it was so fascinating to watch them come in and build this hospital in a matter of days. And our team worked with Danbury Hospital Emergency Department and the university and the National Guard. And it was just it went very smoothly and it was great being there to be able to help the National Guard, you know, through feeding, feeding them their meals. Um, and at the same time, hoping we didn't get patients, which we were grateful um, because as those numbers increased, it did definitely get scary. But um, we know exactly, you know, how to handle it. If God forbid there is any sort of problem like this, you know, it's we're prepared to be able to feed patients um, if that's a necessity. But students come first and we're glad that they're coming back and we're hoping that stays empty forever, in my opinion. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was it was definitely a, an eye opener. 
it, I talked to my general manager about this when they were building the hospital and the university partnered with the CT mom, the Connecticut Mission of Mercy with that dental clinic and oh, yeah. watching them come in and build that like blew my mind. I'm like, this is amazing how they had thousands of patients seen. And that was actually supposed to happen right before this pandemic crested. Mm. And that was dental care. And it was so important and fascinating. And to see it happen again, when it's like, wow, that was like a practice run, you know, and seeing um, Mission Health come with the tents on campus. And the university really is prepared between our, our special services here on campus, our emergency services, we can really handle it. So our team felt confident as we do and we continue to do. And that's why we're looking forward to the semester to start hopefully normally because hopefully everything will go smooth, but we're ready for it. Yeah. It occurs to me while we're talking that you guys really are trained to uh, do a new event every day. It's like putting on the circus every day with uh, uh, dealing with things that come up and hoping, you know, while well, you hope nothing does, but still you're feeding a hundreds, if not thousands of people every day and uh, with special orders. And uh, I guess you get used to it, but the rest of us would go nuts. Yeah. Circus is a great word for it, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Especially I, my, my main job is catering and we're in a different place in a different space every day, multiple times a day. So mm -hmm. as far as resident dining, you know, that team's got it down pat. They know what they're doing. We have our food comes in, it's in the same place and that's great. You know, catering, we love it because we're in all the buildings. We're all over the place, but that is what is a little scary. Now we don't know what's going to happen with the existence and quantity that we can do, but being able to be versatile is very important and being able to work in different spaces and remain keeping safe practices going is the main goal. So if you're a student on campus in the next semester and you're going in to eat, you'll see Elena around. She's the one who's smiling and happy when all the rest of us are frowning and swearing. So make sure you say hi to Elena and thank her for everything she's doing. Oh, thank you. We when the door is closed to the office, you know, I might not be smiling, but it's usually open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've all, you're always smiling when I see you. <laughs> well, I'm happy to come to work. That's for sure. Elaine is joining us while she's taking a few days off with her uh, mom and her kids today. So thank you for phoning in from the parking lot there, Elena, at the beach. My pleasure. No place I'd rather be. <laughs> thank you and we'll talk to you soon again okay i thank you for your time and i look forward to seeing you all on campus soon yes good luck with all that thank you bye-bye all right take care bye so that was a good wrap up on food there have been a couple of other things that have happened in the last week. For one thing, the Little East Conference, where most of our student athletes play, not football, but everything else, canceled the season. Oh. Yeah. I specifically held out on looking so, that up until, uh, until we met so I could learn from you, but that's a real <laughs> bummer. It is a bummer. You know, they're preparing to have students do practices and there might even be a couple of LEC uh, 
interconference games, but I'm not too hopeful. It may be for something like golf and tennis, where you don't actually touch the other side, the players on the other side. They may yeah. be able to do something like that. But uh, a lot of the rest of it is just going to go by the wayside until next year. You know, if you're an athlete, you still like to get together with your team and practice. That'll be fun. But there won't be the smell of the grease paint or the roar of the crowd. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be odd. Yeah. And I'm part of the administrative team that's still putting together phase three which includes how professors are going to work on campus along with all the rest of us and how students are going to come into uh, residence halls to live and learning on campus and cleaning classrooms and all that. The, we expect it to all be approved. And the main thing is, you know, we'll still be in social distancing. Everybody's wearing a mask. No canoodling, <laughs> no visiting in dorm rooms. It'll be weird because if you're in Pitty Hall, you can have a visitor to your dorm room, your uh, suite even, and uh, but it'll have to be somebody else from Pitty Hall. And I believe they're only allowing one visitor at a time. So two suites can't get together. Two suites of, say, five or six people can't get together in the same room. And if you're in not in Penny, you can't go into Penny. They're going to have, you know, the uh, sirens go off and the police dogs there at the door to <laughs> greet you. Wow. And your parents can't come in. Uh, you know, you'll have to go outside and meet them on the quad and uh, fist bump with your mask on. It's just going to be really different. Yeah. And it's funny, kind of what John was uh, saying last week is that, you know, we see it as being so strange, but for somebody who's coming in for the first semester, it's kind of just going to be their normal. So yeah. it's going to be really no, exciting right. for them <laughs> when we go back to <laughs> what we know of as normal. Yeah. You'll still be uh, meeting new people and, um, you know, exploring the campus, eating the campus food. Uh, there'll be a lot of virtual events to get to know people too. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be good. We'll We're all going to figure it out together. Right through. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try to get right through it to Thanksgiving, say goodbye to everybody, and then start again in the spring semester at the end of January, mid January. Yeah. Start crossing your fingers then. <laughs> Yep. I think if everybody is careful, we'll be okay. The problem is people who aren't careful, who don't wear their masks when they're around other people. And as we've said, if you're in a suite with five or six people, you don't have to wear your mask. As soon as you walk out the suite door, though, into the common areas, you're supposed to wear your mask. And, of course, you're washing your hands all the time and carrying your hand sanitizer around. This COVID-19 is not something you want to come down with or give to somebody else that you know or love. It's just, it can really knock you for a loop. Yeah, and I've noticed around campus that um, there's a lot of hand sanitizer around and they're, you know, gloves and cleaner. And so it really seems like they're getting, uh, getting us ready for this. 
Yes. And there have been 4,000 posters ordered to say, stand here, not there, go this direction, not that direction, um, wash your hands, only two or three or four in an elevator, depending on what uh, the size of the elevator, et cetera, and uh, reminding you to wash your hands all the time. And like you said, there's hand sanitizer. We ordered thousands of gallons of hand sanitizer, and uh, it'll be distributed all over the campus. It's liquid form, not the gel form that we've become used to. So the first time I poured it into my hand, I said, geez, what is this stuff? But I got <laughs> used to it. Yeah, it's also like industrial and... strength. There's no uh, there's no fancy <laughs> scents or anything. You put it on there and it's <laughs> you know you're clean. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear the germs jumping off your hands. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> yeah. Which is all to the better. All right. And all this stuff, all these rules that you're talking about, that's all gonna be on the on the website like you were saying, and all that's gonna be communicated, right? Yep, we'll have all phases of the uh, opening plan up there, one, two, and three, all the FAQs, which we're updating pretty regularly as we figure them out. And also, if you have a question, you can email pr at wcsu.edu, and they go to my colleague Sherry Hill and me. I answer all the tough ones. She handles all the easy ones. <laughs> She never listens to this, so I know I can uh, say that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll make sure everybody is knowledgeable and safe as possible uh, <clears throat> as we return, which is now about a month away. Wow. Pretty exciting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> We're working on the virtual welcome to campus now okay there will be way too many speeches but uh it will be informational and entertaining great so i guess that's it for this edition of at wcsu for pete puccio i'm paul steinmetz and we'll have something new for you next week at wcsu is a production of wcsu media engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Folby. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at WCSU Media and on the university's Facebook and Twitter pages. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening.